0: Welcome to the Passle Podcast CMO Series.
1: The challenges and opportunities of hybrid work for legal marketing teams is the topic of today's podcast. Today on the CMO Series, we look at changes to how people work and how they are affecting legal marketing. We're extremely lucky to be joined by Krista Crane, Chief, De- Chief Client Development and Marketing Officer at Loeb & Loeb, To discuss what hybrid workplace means for legal, marketeers and law firms. Welcome to the CMO series, Krista.
0: Thanks so much for having me, I'm thrilled to be here.
1: So usually we start off with um, a fairly easy question but this one's going to be a slightly two-pronged approach to it. Firstly, if you could let us know how did you come to be in your current role and also if you can then Uh, divulge a little bit more as to what's been your experience with hybrid work throughout your career up to where we are now?
0: Sure, sure. So I um, transitioned, I was CMO of Bingham McCutcheon um, up until about eight years ago when I joined um, Loeb in the role that I'm in now. And prior to that, I was at a variety of different law firms, smaller in some instances, more niche up to a magic circle firm and kind of everything in between. And generally that experience as I've been in um, legal has been um, very little hybrid, unless of course, you know, you're on the road, you're working then, you know, it makes sense, but you know, a day here or there working from home, but you know, certainly nothing um, in a more kind of sustained mainstream way. Um, however, I will say at the very beginning of my career, so this is going back some years, I was uh, a management consultant at Accenture. And um, as we all know, the consultants, have embraced hybrid for many many years, so I have had a flavor, though it's been a while, of how well this can work um, when it goes right. And also, I think you know a lot of work goes into making it go right. So even though it's been a while, I definitely you know have that experience to draw on, and I'm thankful for it.
1: Yeah, I can imagine that that little, as you said, that flavor of working uh, at Accenture would would give you a great experience of almost preparing you for for where we are now, which. I think, has probably been sped up due to uh, the pandemic. But that's probably been a really useful little uh, touch that you had to get to where we are now. Following on from that, um, mixed, uh, sorry, mixed and hybrid working seems to be something that's impacting everybody, um, specifically legal marketing teams right now. What impacts are you seeing among your teams, uh, but also your colleagues across other firms, if you're able to perhaps sh- shed some light on that? Sure, I'm happy to. I think the
0: most obvious one that people kind of think about is, you know, how we're handling um, getting our partners out there in front of clients, whether that's one on one or broader events. But the truth is, it's had a much wider impact. It's really touched on every single um, kind of lever we have when it comes to marketing and business development. The mix is definitely, um, it has changed. I think it's gonna continue to change. So things like digital um, marketing and really leaning in on analytics, we're investing heavily. We actually just brought a new team member in um, earlier this year, Um, who is that is kind of the sole focus, we have a small team that's really um, kind of steeped in that space. Um, Internal communications, we've had to redeploy resources from the team, there's just been more need than um, there is bandwidth, quite honestly, to try to help Um, bolster internal communications, help people feel connected, help build glue. Um, Thought leadership support is another area when some of our normal ways of getting time with clients um, weren't as available. People really, our partners, our attorneys leaned in on um, the thought leadership. And again, we've had um, demand that outstrips supply in terms of support there. So we've really had to think about um, you know, kind of in some instances, maybe reappropriating team members. We've had um as things have been a little quieter on the events, the opportunity in our world to be able to have some of our events team members actually take on broader project management roles in the team within our team, which then has freed up, you know, people in communications to be able to to do more and step out of projects. So we've done some shifting. We've also just done some um, you know, hiring in these in these critical areas. And I know this is not unique to Lowe. This is, as I've been talking to other CMOs, I think a very common um, thing where we're trying to make sure we have the mix right for today and and for tomorrow and going forward. Um, And on that front, in terms of the going forward, our um, number one focus for next year is really rethinking every single thing we're doing with that idea of, Um, what, how should we be thinking about what needs to be in person? What really, um, you know, how do we bring people together with, with purpose, not just kind of assuming that now we're in hybrid, everything should be hybrid, but really thinking about, from everything, you know, client events, industry groups were running, coaching programs that, that we're leading, um, you have to get the mix right. Some of those, it really does need to be, it's in person or not. Others, um, you know, maybe you can allow for, for hybrid. It's not the same in every case, but that idea of really kind of going into next year thinking about, getting the mix right, and then as well, how we, the marketing team, can really be a part of bringing people back together by kind of how thoughtfully we are running programs and and bringing people together again with with purpose, whether that's clients and, you know, attorneys or even our internal community.
1: That's a a brilliant answer. And there was one part in there that I almost, obviously the listeners can't see this, But my my jaw dropped when you said (laughs) rethinking everything that we do. That must be a gargantuan (laughs) task. It is.
0: It is. We've been, our team's been spending a lot of time this fall. We're going to do some just kind of blue sky brainstorming. We want every member of the team to participate in that. You know, sometimes people have different views, different ideas, different suggestions. We found that our team, you know, often some of the best, most innovative ideas come from unexpected places. So this is an area where we're really going to go in big and, and really try to be innovative, try some new things. We won't get them all right, but that's okay. You know, some is trial and error as we go, but we really want, you know, the mix to feel different and more appropriate and less kind of haphazard as we get into next year. Yeah. So
1: it, it, would that be a task that is almost identify, analyze, and then either improve or develop, um, as you say, everything that you're currently doing? Is that <laughs> is that the method methodology? methodology.
0: It is. Yeah, I think we're going to take it in buckets. So thinking about, you know, kind of things like, you know, to use an example, how we're running um, our coaching circles and thinking about what the event experience should be for clients. So I think we're going to come up with, you know, several larger buckets that then we can do exactly what you said, you know, kind of what's working well now what needs to change, what's our ideal end state? And, you know, maybe even coming up with it may not be, you know, perfect, but maybe it's even like we're gonna try a few different versions within this space. But um, being very purposeful about what that looks like. And even, you know, starting to say, no, there may be times where, you know, someone says, can I join this remote? And we have to say, you know, actually, can have the recording after. But you know, this is gonna be, it's an in person meeting. That's an important component to it. And, you know, kind of holding the line there, there may be, I think there will be
1: some of that as we go. Well, I think that sounds like a, an exciting and slightly daunting task. And uh, <laughs> true. Best of luck with that. Um, I've digressed <laughs> a little bit from the the main topic, but you mentioned a little bit at the beginning uh, of that that question that I just asked. Um, and so I wanted to maybe see if we could dive a little bit deeper. What do you think the new way of working means for the way that law firms specifically will build their brands and businesses? I think you mentioned digital. Um, what what is your view on that
0: I think that's a great question. We are, as part of the kind of, what are we struggling with now? That's a big piece of it. You know, to me, what you put outside has to resonate with your people inside. And, you know, Loeb, we've got the the tagline, we're all connected, which, you know, has been a differentiator for us. We really, before we went out with that, made sure that it resonated. We ran a variety of focus groups internally before we selected it um, to make sure that it was gonna feel right to people and that they could really stand behind it. Now, unfortunately, one of the things we keep hearing is how disconnected people feel from each other, from their clients. So, you know, we have a, you know, we have a situation, we need to kind of think about that. Um, you know, our challenge is not necessarily to to throw it out and to to pivot because I think there's still um, a lot there and a lot we can do with it. The challenge really becomes making it meaningful again. And so one thing that we're doing right now as a part of that, um, it, we're in the middle of a campaign, um, you know, asking a variety of people across the firm what it means to them now. And you know, I think we're going to find a variety of ways to use that, whether it's, you know how we then articulate that into the sub brands, you know, below the tagline, as well as, um, you know, maybe using some of the video clips that we're harvesting um, in a way that's going to be meaningful. So people can talk about, you know, now what that means, because the the interesting thing is for as much as and, and we have, you know, we've, we've, we've lost, you know, that some of that feeling of togetherness, connectivity, feeling a part of something greater as we've been working so differently and independently. But there's been a lot of good that has come out of it too. And early days, but some of answers we're getting back from our people are pretty inspiring they're different than you know kind of where we originally were with us and what we were intending um but they're actually very here and now so we're gonna lean into that for sure um in terms of making sure people feel good about it again inside and kind of what it means now as well as how we articulate that in the um, broader industry
1: i'm glad you brought up the uh we're all connected tagline because it was something that i was going to ask about because that being the tagline for the firm, was there, do you think there was any concern or any issue with that being the tagline when everybody was maybe feeling more disconnected than ever, specifically due to the pandemic, I think, but the hybrid model, some people meet, feel that disconnection. Do you think that tagline was um, causing any issues or do you think it was just something that you had to adapt to or, or change ever so slightly?
0: I think more of the latter that we just had to, you know, kind of adapt to it and be very aware of it that, you know, um, you know, you, we have to, you know, again, that idea of rethinking everything, this is in that mix in terms of things we have to think about. I think, you know, when I think about you, Dust earlier, you know, kind of just broadly how firms are building their brands and businesses, I think, you know, one of the biggest challenges, you know, we're all facing. And again, I know this from talking to other, um, senior marketing leaders across the industry, um, that idea of just erosion on how people are sharing information internally, um, how we connect, you know, what's happening with opportunities, and that idea of, you know, making sure our people feel good, that it feels different here, it feels special. Um, And so I think, you know, really thinking about that as we're going, you know, kind of building internal blue and community as well as thinking about our brands and kind of what we're saying to clients, what we're saying to the marketplace, there is an opportunity to rethink that. And I think the firms that get that right and that kind of lean in and are willing to think about it differently, they're really going to have a huge competitive advantage.
1: Yeah, I think there's also a, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, a little bit of working, working it out as it goes along, if that makes sense. There's some mistakes that are bound to be made along the way. If you get it right the first time, then yeah, you might have that competitive advantage. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Uh, do you personally do you think there are any implications of a hybrid or a work from home model that specifically um, impact marketing teams in law firms?
0: I absolutely do. I think there's a huge
1: in-person kind of seize the moment
0: component to really working strategically with individual partners and or groups on client development initiatives. You know, we've tried running things like, you know, client teams or industry groups virtually. And honestly, the and again, the coaching programs we do, the engagement just isn't there. It's not the same. I mean, it's better than nothing. So you do what you can do, but that's not good enough. So I think you know, there's um, just a, we have to be really kind of honest about that and and say, you know, we, we need to make sure that we're um, being proactive and kind of thinking about it differently. I think too, for marketing professionals, um, the concern, there's a little bit in all of this, you know, kind of out of sight, out of mind. When I think back, you know, to the days when we were in the office, you know, together um, and, you know, on a five day a week schedule, um, I used to get, I easily in any given day, I'd have, I don't know, three or four attorneys just drop, in. They were walking by, they had a question, they see me in the hallway, and it makes them think, you know, they need to get some time. And, you know, now, all of a sudden, you know, when you're not there all the time, or on the same days, it becomes more formal. It's like, I need to set up time with Krista, or I need to, you know, this needs to be a thing or a meeting. And I think, you know, that's, that's been a problem. We've definitely seen, um, you know, some erosion there in terms of just, just kind of that softer outreach. And sometimes those can be the most, interesting, productive, kind of in-the-moment discussions. Um, so I think, you know, that's that's hard for us. We have to make sure we're continuing to, um, we want people to think of us, we want them to call, we want them to um, ask for help, to check in, to want to brainstorm with us. Um, so that idea of just, you know, continuing to, to get out there, but in different ways when we are kind of out of sight, out of mind, um, it's difficult. It's It's been a challenge for sure.
1: I can, I can only imagine how big a challenge it is. <laughs> um, sounds like you've got a, a fairly good handle on it and, and some good experience, uh, around it, which I think is, is probably, um, why we've got you on the podcast, giving us some, some great knowledge along the way. Now, Thanks. normally, uh, at this point we, we finish with, with, um, a question, but I wanted to go into a, a sort of a quick fire, quick fire round, um, and ask you a couple of questions just to get a little bit more about yourself, um, If you're okay with that, we're going to fire away with, I think I've got four or five questions I'm just going to throw at you. Perfect. Okay. Uh, What's your favorite business and your favorite non-business book?
0: Mm. my favorite business book it is i think completely appropriate for this topic right now it's the art of gathering by priya Parker i had read it pre-pandemic and I actually reread it recently and I think in a lot of ways it's more impactful even now than it was before it really talks about bringing people together and and doing it with meaning and with purpose um, and you know it applies by the way to your personal life as well as business but when I think about it in the business setting in particular it's very inspirational and actually very helpful as we're kind of thinking creatively about the way forward. And uh, non-business, I'm going to give you a summer read because it's still technically summer with Labor Day right on the horizon here. We can do it. But The Big House by George How Cold is one of my favorite beach reads. It's, I've read it just about every summer. It's um, worn on my bookshelf. It's still the paper version, but just a really kind of great, easy summer read.
1: I um, have written both of those down, and I've seen the art of gathering before. I love the, the front cover. Um, but back to the quickfire. Um, what was your first job?
0: Ah, uh, Well, my first professional job, I know we touched on, that was change management consulting. Yeah. My first ever job was as a grocery store clerk in my hometown. And I have to tell you, it was short-lived. I think it was <laughs> about a three-week stint. So um, they... Uh, not a perfect fit in many ways, but I learned a lot in a short amount of time, for sure.
1: Yeah, I think it's one of those ones that's very quick learner. Uh, and then right. you, find, you find out that maybe it's not the one for you. Right. Um, next question is, uh, what is it that you are listening to at the moment, be it a podcast or music or uh, perhaps an audio book?
0: Yeah, so tomorrow night I am seeing a concert at Wrigley Field, my first in-person concert, um, actually in a couple of years, um, and it's the Lumineers, so I've been listening to a lot of Lumineers this week.
1: Good choice. My friend went to see them not long ago and said it was fantastic.
0: Oh, Oh, that's great.
1: I have a feeling I know this answer, because you said Beach Reads already, but where is your favourite place to visit and why? (laughs) You got it.
0: I would say... (laughs) the beach for sure i think we're all you know when we're working we're so busy we're running 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 so the idea of going somewhere where you can really the only thing to do is relax and unplug um it's really special to me and i think it doesn't matter where it is it can be you know east coast west coast in the u.s out of the u.s that idea of just hearing the water and um feeling the breeze and smelling the salt is just it always takes me away so that's my zen zone for sure
1: i think there's a good reason why uh half a century or centuries ago, they used to go to the, the seaside to uh, cure some ailments. It's, it makes everybody better. Totally. Uh, last quickfire question. What makes you happy at work?
0: Uh, I think feeling busy and challenged. I always say you know, I like to feel on the brink of too much. That's really my ideal. That's where I feel, you know, energized. There's an adrenaline, not too much, not over the brink, but kind of right on the line where you're kind of juggling constantly. I love that feeling. You feel, you know, needed and, you know, you're Mm -hmm. having to prioritize. There's too much to get done. Um, I love that. So I really thrive on that energy.
1: Perfect answer. I think Um, we always end the the podcast as a mentioned before that, with with the final question, uh, which is, what would be your one piece of advice for marketers uh, adapting to a new way of working?
0: That's a great question. I think I would say really own it. You know, take control. Um, it's not about you know. I think a lot of people are struggling right now. You know, with what you know you're they're being asked to do in terms of coming into the office versus at home. And you know, I would say you know don't just kind of go through the motions, but really think about you know, how should I be separating my time differently? What should at home look like? How do I make coming into the office feel meaningful? You know, don't just wait for people to come to you. Walk the halls, find people, set lunches, you know, set up a, an in-person meeting. I think that idea of feeling like you have some control and, and doing it purposefully is um, is a really important piece for us all to keep in mind right now.
1: That's some pretty solid advice. Proactive rather than reactive, maybe. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's brilliant advice. Well, Krista, it's been an absolute pleasure to uh, have you on the podcast. I think we could probably talk uh, for another half an hour, maybe another hour if if we continued, but um, it's been great. Thank you so much for answering my questions and we will hopefully hear from you again.
0: My pleasure. Thank you so much, Ed.